This week, we talk about why fat acceptance is BS. Also, Dewey's going to crap on my workout technique. And we'll also check in to see if I'm any less fat. Let's get into it. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, alert, red alert. <laughs> All right, this week we got a crazy topic, but before we get into that, what's what's your favorite meal you had this week that's keto-y? Oh, boy. I'm going to tell you mine then, oh, yeah, while you're thinking. Catch me off guard. Went to Longhorn Steakhouse. Okay, that's it. You can stop. Yep, and I had... I think it's called the Outlaw or something. It's a giant bone-in ribeye with a Parmesan cheese crust on top. Talks lower. Mm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Buttery, cheesy, and a side of eight grilled shrimp grilled in butter sauce. Now tell me that you're you're denying yourself or that you're suffering doing keto, right? Right. But (laughs) I probably should have went first because I can't follow that. (laughs) Jeez. It's damn good. (laughs) <laughs> well, you can still. <laughs> what was your best meal, though? Your I don't know. Ke- they're all the same. The well, what'd they're you all have? the same. I don't, I don't what do you know. love? What do you love when you make? What's my favorite? Is it's really, really, really simple. My favorite keto meal. Mm-hmm. I make it myself. It's a thick, real thick, medium to almost rare right. beef. Eighty twenty beef. Mm. With just S and P. So you're talking a patty. Yep, I make okay. the patty myself. Yep. And just eighty twenty burger. I mix it with Himalayan salt and crushed black pepper. So you mix it into the yep actual mix, not just put it on top. Nope. Okay. As I patty it up. How like, much? Like for a big, you know, pat quarter pound patty or whatever. Two or three help. turns okay. on the Himalayan grinder. All right. And then no same other for the spices salt or anything. Just Once in a while, if I get really crazy, I'll put this. We have this little these gar- cloves like chunks of garlic i'll put that in there yeah if i know there's no chance of kisses (laughs) then i just hammer the garlic i don't care (laughs) otherwise if if i'm getting the oogly eyes (laughs) i'll leave the garlic out but um that with two or three eggs depending on where i'm at Mm -hmm. day for the caloric intake right avocado Mm -hmm. cut in half a little salt and pepper, a little hot sauce on all the whole thing, and right. then just two strips of bacon. Okay. And then in, if I'm really low on fat, mm-hmm. I'll put real whole fat mayo inside the avocado, the two the, where the seed left the holes. All right. And then I'll put a just a dollop on top of the burger. Just to try to get a little, your fat yep. ratios up a little bit. Yep. Yeah. But that is by far my favorite. And the, and the, the eggs... Have to be runny as hell, right? Like sunny side up, not overcooked. Nope. Yeah. No. I, I'd rather have a little bit of that egg snot. Yeah. Yeah. On the top. Yep. Than have them be hard. Right. That's right. And then I eat those first, and they just mess up the entire plate, and then I just sop <laughs> up with the burger. But well, that's my favorite. Meal. What we're talking about here is not denying yourself stuff. Right? No. I mean, There's at no point that was I looking at that plate going. Son of a bitch. Now you're going. This again? You're going, this is freaking good. Ugh. Yeah, I savor every minute of it. You know, one thing too, just to on the intermittent fasting piece or OMAD or what time-restricted feeding as yep. you call it, but when I eat OMAD one meal a day, you look forward to that. I mean, just by denying yourself 
not denying yourself, but by not eating the entire day, by, when you get there. By waiting by to waiting, eat until you're hungry. Delayed gratification. Right. That's a better way to put it. It's so freaking good. But when you're stuffing yeah. your face with McDonald's or whatever three times a day, you're just Hyper palatable, it makes you numb. Yeah, you're just to, shuff, to shoving taste. it in. Yep. You don't even enjoy it. But when I was eating that giant bone-in oh, wow. ribeye with the Parmesan crust and the eight grilled shrimp and butter sauce, I mean, that was freaking good. Right. I was, we were sitting there, and I told my wife, I said, I'm about to make some noises. <laughs> and she said, I don't, I've never heard those. <laughs> so I did, and then the guy in the next booth said, I'll have what he's having. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I just wanted to talk about that, and because people always think when they get started on doing low-carb or keto or carnivore or anything, they think, well, that's going to suck. I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm not going to eat all yep. the favorite things. That's true. You're not going to eat the Oreos, you know, and right. we, I do miss those. Of course. And our, you can still be super freaking satisfied. So how's your keto group going? Good. In fact, um, just Wednesday night we had – I played a couple of videos. Um, Wait, you did the hungover teacher thing? I did the hungover teacher thing. You rolled, right. you rolled the substitute? Ro- you rolled the card into the classroom? I rolled the card in. I said, we're watching a movie today, kids. <laughs> and then, of course, some nerd has to come to the front of the class and say, oh. what about extra credit and should I take notes? And I'm like, beat it, nerd. <laughs> We're just watching a movie. Just That's shut right. up and watch the movie. It's That's good. Right. Enjoy it. Right. So, but anyways, the move, the videos were pretty good. Um, one of the videos that I showed in the in the Zoom meeting was um, a video on dirty versus clean keto. Yeah, what's because people always are so like dogmatic and regimented in this stuff. Same thing in the carnivore community too. Yep. Everybody's like, yep. are you ketovore, dirty carnivore? So, what's what do you consider dirty keto versus clean? Well. To summarize the video, the difference between dirty and clean keto is essentially, um, well, we'll start at the top. He says, keto, dirty, and clean both work. Right. They both work. But if the object, uh, if the if the if the whole point of keto is to lose fat, then they both work. Right. But if the point is to be healthier, live a long life then clean keto is important. And that's when you focused on flesh meats, yes. not processed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a difference between ribeye and pepperoni. Right. <laughs> Even though metabolically, it, in, in terms of glucose. Weight loss it, it, and stuff. In, it'll in, work. In, yeah, in, t- in terms of insulin and whatnot. So what, what does pepperoni have in it? Nitrates. So is it when they're making this mix of different meats and spices and stuff? Where, where do the, I don't know. They understand. need it. They need it to keep. So, so they're putting, they're putting and, some preservatives in it. So yep. it's something that's added. Yes. Whereas a ribeye, you just grill and eat. And it's that's, just flesh. That's pure. It just came from the cow and you cut it out of its body and you throw it on the grill. One thing, do you, when you go out, this just occurred to me listening to a bunch of Saladino and stuff talking about how bad seed oils are. Now it worries me when I go to restaurants. Are they cooking this in lard, butter, or tallow, or are they cooking this in some type of seed oil? I ask that same question, right? and I request I need this fried in butter. You do? Yep. And they'll Even local it. here. And they'll do it. Yep. Okay. They're like, yep, no problem. Because they're putting it on a flat top or on right. a grill, so all they got to do is brush it in butter. Yeah, what do they care? They yeah. don't. And versus that little, if you've been in the back of a kitchen, they have that little squirt bottle of right. that shitty seed oil. That's some type of canola or something. Oh, shit. right. Yeah. This shit you put in your engine. One thing I did here, though, and uh, I was talking to a guy that works at Buffalo Wild Wings. He said they actually fry their wings in, in tallow. No way. Yeah. 
That's Which, legit. I know. And he said, yeah, we fry other stuff is in the normal oils, like Vegetable fries oil. and stuff yeah. or whatever, but they're all their wings. They fry in tallow because of the, their research says it tastes better. Of course it does. Cause it's yeah, real. Right. <laughs> it's not but I was synthetic. Like, wow. Cause you know, that's got, that is co- super impressive. That's got to cost more. Uh, yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, probably. It's definitely not the cheapest. So yeah. Well, it's not, cool. it's not ghee. But right. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's probably not, it's not super French clarified. <laughs> right. So but, you, there was a, you showed a video on dirty versus clean. Dirty so. versus clean. And, and it, he really breaks it down to now let's get past just the, the minimum requirement of weight loss. Now let's break down micronutrients and right. what's important. Um, that's why you'll see, if you Google any clean versus dirty keto, you're going to see dirty is going to be a plate of shitty cheese um, just, just Is that a, a weird French brand, right? Yep. Chate. Yep. Chate. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and half of the stuff on the plate is processed. It's really shitty processed cheese. Not, right. not real high in fat, high in carbs, lunch a meats. bunch of sugar and lunch meats, process, bologna, um, sausages, um, hot dogs. Oh yeah. Hot dogs. Technically it's still trash. I don't care if there's yeah. zero carbs. It's garbage. Yeah. <clears throat> That's not food. Right. And then on the, the other side of the picture is going to end up being... It's lips and assholes. <laughs> right. Well, that's the dirty side. The clean side is going to end up being salmon, avocados, healthy oils, grass-fed butter, right. ribeyes, mm-hmm. um, broccoli, <laughs> and, you know, asparagus, right. God forbid, and berries. You get to have fruit on keto. Right. Holy shit. Yeah. What? Craziness. It's said I had to drink butter every day and chase it down with bacon. No, they're wrong. Stir the, stir the butter with bacon. Yep. That's what I, the joke I always say is, well, you can't do this or this is keto. And then I usually just tell people, you need to stop taking nutritional advice from Karen in accounting. Yeah, exactly. Karen's an idiot. Especially if she's overweight. <sighs> you know, you said it. <laughs> so you were telling me about another video too, and we were talking a while back about uh, being fat adapted. And I was wondering, how do you know, like, when, oh, yeah, when you that's are, a, right? That's a video I shared, not in our Zoom meeting, but in our actual Facebook group. And, and I'll put these both in the show notes, so check them out. Yeah, and it's the same guy. You know, he's got a German accent, so mm. he's German, so he's probably really So he smart. sounds like he knows what the hell he's talking right, about. Right, right. And he's like, the dude probably just got done building an Audi. <laughs> he's talking about nutrition. So I listened to him. Yep. But- he talked about the 10 signs that indicate that you're fat adapted. So for the people in Rio Linda. Because that's something that, that <laughs> and that's something that I always just, you know, never knew. You just talk about like, you know what you're talking about and you're like, oh, I'm fat adapted now just because you've eaten this stuff for long enough. But people, how do you actually know? See, the, the, often the miscommunication a lot of times is people will say, I'm fat adapted. Mm-hmm. How do you know why well, peed on a ketone strip? That just well, means, just you're, means spilling you're, you're spilling ketones into your piss. That doesn't mean anything. Um, you're on the right track. Right. And that's a progress. See, when you said once you, when you are fat adapted, you might not. That's what I learned from this guy's video, yeah. this doctor's video is that, cause here's the, pro- everyone's like, well, okay, you've done keto so many times and for so long, how did you not know that once you become fat adapted, you stop showing ketones right. in your, on the P strips. Cause they're not excess. Right. They're not, your, your, uh, your uptake, um, you're upregulating, sorry, yep. the ketones and using them as fuel instead of spilling over. But the reason I never figured this out was because every time I've started keto, you know, the new ketogenic diet, mm-hmm. I've always pissed on the strip every morning, every night. 
once I piss red hot, I just light that <laughs> thing up like a firework. I'm done. You're like, I'm, I'm here. I'm there. I don't, I don't piss on the strip, light it up, and then go eat a donut. Right. I go and eat a ribeye. So yeah. I'm not going to regress. So what do I do? You just figure. Stop testing. Yeah, you're just there. Yeah. So I stopped oh, okay. testing. So I sense. never, ever discovered or stumbled upon that you will eventually start regressing on the P-strips and go from a trace to none. So there's an adaptation phase, but then when you're fat adapted, then you're not going to be spilling any more ketones. Right. And that's one of the sim- yeah. ways to tell. So watch that video because he's going to talk about nine other ways too. And he's, so. Yeah, and, he's, and, he's, and, and there's things for the other nine that are ranging from mental clarity to yeah, um, which is stopping – cravings oh yeah that's the number one sign once you stop it's like you walk by the bread aisle yesterday we were at a customer's office and we were waiting out in their kind of lobby area and they had a vending machine Mm. and Mm -hmm. i turned to my sales guy that i he he took me along to visit his customer and i was in the that waiting area and they had that vending machine and i said see this shit here does nothing to me anymore like reese's and snickers Snickers. and shit yeah it does nothing i could eat that whole row Oh, yeah. Probably five deep. Yep. But I don't sit here and salivate. <laughs> but you're not, yeah, you're not thinking of ways yeah, to sneak to back. To justify it. Right. To sneak back and stick some coins in there. Right. And get yeah, it. Yeah, no, I just it, I just go right by it. And that's when you know you're fat. That's one of the 10 signs you know you're fat adapted. Is cravings minimize. Cravings just, yeah. they go away. And that's a huge day because I imagine like if you're, and I always equate this to smoking because that's how I visualize it and imagine if you're a smoker and you've been trying for years to give up smoking and then you quit for a month and somebody smokes in front of you and you just go eh you don't you don't have the the urge to even want it that's so huge yep because i know the cravings are massive for smokers for 100 any of this stuff but for sweets and carbs they definitely are huge the other the other thing and then we can move on Mm -hmm. is one of the 10 was the Actually, it wasn't one of the 10. It was just a point that he made. Mm-hmm. And that was, it takes people from two to six weeks to become oh. completely fat adapted. If right. you're not completely dependent upon glucose. So, so best case scenario, you're Best case weeks. scenario, yeah. two to six weeks. Right, wow. So, and I relatively low carb people takes mm-hmm. at least a couple, two, three weeks. Yeah. If you're... A complete carb junkie, and you're just <laughs> pounding glucose, drinking ten regular Gatorades a day, or, or diet Coke. Mountain Dew. Yeah, or drinking Coke. Mountain Dews. Guess what? Straight bud? up Coke. Yeah, six months. Yeah, probably. Right. You know, I've mentioned Dr. Peter Atia a million times, but he used to be a competitive cyclist, and he used to. He said, "I I would just take an IV of of Gatorade." <laughs> And yeah. drink 13 of them a day. He's biking 150 miles. So he's burning the calories off. He's crushing the calories. Yeah. And he's pudgy. Right. He's pudgy and soft. Because it's triggering that insulin and that fat it, storage hormone. Yep. And he it took him, even that avid elite bordering on professional cyclist, because that was his, you know, that was his goal. He was to become a professional cyclist. So he was putting in the time, putting in the work. Yeah. It took him nine months to become fat adapted. Holy shit. Who is going to stick with it for nine months? Right. Those are the people who don't, who go, that shit didn't work for me. doesn't work. They, yep. they declare it over. Yep. That it doesn't shit work. doesn't work. Doesn't I, work. Didn't, I didn't lose any weight. How long did you do it? Like seven days. <laughs> what did you want to happen? <laughs> All right. Well, 
We'll put those uh, those videos in the notes so you guys can uh, play along at home. And they're and short. They're short. They're short videos. And I know short. that German guy. He's he's really good. He is. He's really, yeah. He used I've, to be an Olympian. Yeah, I've watched some of his stuff. Olympian Decathlete, athlete, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I saw I saw one of his videos actually last night. Yeah, he's a pretty he's a pretty big guy. I like yeah. him a lot. And like I said, seven ten minutes tops. Yep. All right, so. Uh, before we get into our, our main horrible production value, <laughs> <laughs> but I like him. <laughs> yeah, he just stands in front of a whiteboard. You're not going to be just, entertained. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to learn shit. You're getting straight info from the guy. Yep. It, uh, the one I watched, I mean, it had like a million views. I mean, he gets some big views too. So there's a lot of people taking in his info. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's move on to our topic for this week, and uh, we're going to talk about how the fat acceptance movement is. Bullshit. So, but uh, this is a trigger warning. Trigger warning. This is a scary topic. Okay. I'm going to assume the defensive, (laughs) closed minded, ready to fight (laughs) position. That's right. Because this, this is in this day and age when you, you know, you say the wrong thing and then you're just canceled. You're dead. You're erased from society. Yep. Um, some of the stuff we're probably going to say is not going to be that popular. Um, but I don't care. <laughs> we don't care. And we are just coming from a place of truth, and it's very uh, important to mention that we're not saying any of this stuff to attack any one person. Um, or any person. Yeah, or any person. And everyone deserves respect and you know, we're just trying to say what's true, and we want the best for everyone and everyone to be healthy and live a long life. And some of this messaging that's out there right now is not uh, conducive and a, to and that. And a lot of the people who are pushing the messaging, I, you can't attack them either because they don't know they're wrong. They're, they're just repeating stuff they've heard. Yep. If you're raised with the standard American diet, with the food pyramid, the way we were raised with, and you eat that, and that's healthy, and you're eating your whole grain bread every day. Um, you know, on the standard breakfast and on a healthy American breakfast and everything that goes with it, and you're gaining weight nonstop, you're thinking, well, I'm doing the right thing. I guess this is just how it is. And and then it turns into you see these people on TV, the actress is super skinny, and you aren't that, and you want to be respected and accepted. And that's kind of how this this comes in, and it's almost a re- rebellion against that you know, impossible beauty standard, but um, it's basic. Well, here, we're going to get into this study here. So you, you you pointed this study out to me, and it really illustrates this. And the main thing that we're trying to say... It, it, it's it's super frontal. Yeah, I mean... If, this, if you read this article, which is just summarizing the study... And it just came obviously, out. It just came out twenty the end of January of this year. Basically, for the people that are listening, it says, fat but fit is a myth when it comes to heart health. New study shows, I'll read the first line here. The negative effects of excess body fat on heart health can't be canceled out by by maintaining an active lifestyle. So that's it right there. You know, you got the people that are, you go girl, and, um, you know, the, the whole fat acceptance movement is basically saying it's okay to be, you know, 300 pounds and, uh, massively high body fat percentage because I'm active, I swim, I run, um, I can get around, I'm not, you know, using a walker. So right. I'm healthy. And the doctor goes on to say one cannot be fat but healthy. You can't. This was the first nationwide analysis to show that being regularly active is not likely to eliminate the detrimental health effects of excess body fat. 
Yes. You can't outrun it, and you can't be obese and healthy just because you're active. I'm just repeating that, but I can't stress it enough. And this guy's a professor of exercise physiology um, at European University of Madrid. So obviously his wheelhouse is exercise, not the food part. Right. His specialty is the exercise part. And he's saying, my thing that I'm really, really good at and I know a lot about isn't going to erase that part. Right. Who else are you going to listen to? Lizzo? (laughs) You go, girl. (laughs) Wrong. Yeah, and she, you know, it's kind of scary because she's pretty large. I don't know what her body fat percentage is, her waist circumference, but I guarantee it's way over what is deemed to be healthy. And remember, we measured me when when we started doing uh, tracking my numbers, and I was over that number. And I'm not visibly what you'd call, you know. Well, she was. But then we'll get into that later. But when I, well, me though, like even when somebody was to see me walking down the street, you're not going to go, that guy's going to drop dead of a, you know, heart attack. Right. And so that's kind of resets that, that waist circumference where you're, where you need to be is actually probably way, way lower than most of your average Americans. Well, hands down. Yeah. It's not so, even close. So most people that, and we're just moving that needle further and further, you know, bigger waste is is getting accepted and normalized and that people should be scared shitless if if their waist is that big and they're not they think oh it's okay and and not only is it okay that this movement to accept um the fatness or the fat acceptance body positivity whole movement is normalizing that and accepting that and you're not allowed to criticize that or say that that's incorrect and well, and like the, the doctor goes on that, to say that the previous research provided some evidence that people who are fit or fat but fit could have similar cardiovascular health to those who are thin but unfit. Mm. But Lucia said this has unattended consequences. Right. So bottom line is you need to get your waist circumference down. You need to get your body fat percentage down. And until you do that, you can't run around declaring, I'm healthy. You know, you can, you can say, I gave up. Right, you know, I said, "F it." Yeah, it's, but you don't get to cl- declare that you're that you're healthy. You don't get to redefine. I say it. I'll say it a million times during this podcast. I've mm-hmm. said it a million times before, and I'll say it a million times after. You do not get to define healthy. Right. Medicine has already done that. Mm-hmm. You don't get to redefine it. Um, and just in closing. <clears throat> Where he talks about, you know, obviously the people on YouTube can read this, but yeah, well, what the article for, link, obviously in the show notes for the people listening, um, the unintended consequences of people saying that I I'm fit just like a thin person or mm-hmm. better than a thin person who's unfit. Right. Um, he goes on to say this has led to a controversial proposals for health policies to prioritize physical activity and fitness mm-hmm. above weight loss. Right. What do I always say? You follow me on Facebook. What do I always say? My little hashtag is. I love the Vikings. I yeah, it's a love hate. It yeah, it's a love hate. <laughs> no, I always hashtag fix your food first. Right. Yes. Fix your food first. The exercise is the easy. Part. I was talking to somebody at work the other day, and they were talking about, oh, I need to prepare for some event or whatever coming up, and I want to lose weight and look good. And I got a treadmill. You know, and that was their whole plan. What's every year? What happens on the first of January? Yeah, everybody joins the floods gyms, the gyms. You know, you, you're yep. buying the buying the treadmills, and they think and then I got to carve up. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to the gym now. I got a carbo load. Carbo load. You're running an ultra hundred mile marathon? <laughs> right. No, 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 no. 15 minutes on the elliptical. <laughs> so I need pasta. Yep. Sometimes while they're running on it, they're eating it. Oh, or <laughs> drinking the pop tart. It. Drinking it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I told them, I said, it's fine. Do the treadmill because you want to increase your cardiovascular health. So health. many benefits. Yeah, do all. You know that that is a great benefit, but that's not how you're going to look good in your dress no. or your suit or whatever. If you want to do that, you need to eat animal products, cut carbs. You know, I just went through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Basically, low carb, high fat, ketogenic type diet. You do that. You focus on animal products as long as you're not training really hard. Yeah. If you're training really hard, well, then... Which your average person is we not going to no, do. But we can talk offline then, and we'll talk about it and e- introducing some timed mm-hmm. carbohydrates. But your average Joe Cubicle that's trying to look good, you know, in a wedding dress or a suit or whatever, they need to start with the nutrition piece. Always do the fitness piece, too, because that's very important for, you know, your health. But if you're talking about wanting to look good in the fat clothes... Loss, fat loss is the food. It's food. The gym is the composition. Exactly. And the muscles underneath and, and your just cardiovascular health too. Right. Can you chase your grandkids if you want to look around, good, you know? If you want to look good naked, you have to do both. <laughs> yeah, right. Both. Because, exactly. the, yeah, it doesn't do any good if you lose all your fat and you don't have abs. <laughs> you don't want to look like Dr. Gregor. <laughs> you know, look him up one day. Why do you, why are your, why is there no, why is there He's a seamless, a seamless transition <laughs> between your abs and your pecs? It's not supposed to be like that. He looks like he's in his second trimester too. All right. So that's, that's kind of the study. Now I want to, and one, one indication of the craziness, the extent that this has gotten to is this site here, the NAAFA.org. Look them up. It is the National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance. This. No. And I agree, as you and I talked offline, I agree with everything in that first paragraph. Okay, let's, for the people uh, listening, I'll read their mission statement for the National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance. All people deserve respect. One third of the world's population is fat. Okay, fat I'm going to interrupt you there. Okay, all people deserve respect. Yeah, who who would disagree with that? Who disagree? It's the biggest bullshit straw man argument yeah. in the history of straw man it argument. Bullshit. It's it is. Everyone deserves. Everyone knows that. Yeah. But somebody going and I'll, I've said it a million times. I'll say it again. It, accountability will always seem like an attack until you own your bullshit. Mm-hmm. The reason you think you're you're being disrespected is because somebody's calling you on your bullshit. Right. Exactly. They're just keeping you accountable. Exactly. And usually it's the people closest to you going, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 bruh, you're not okay. <laughs> if they're running up and knocking the donuts out of your hand. Right. I got to tell a quick story, by the way, when my buddy Jack and I went to Disney World for a work thing one time, and I was trying to be good and not eat carbs, and they had these giant Mickey Mouse head Rice Krispie bars, like in the shape of Mickey Mouse's head. Sounds, and I grabbed it. Good. And I was walking down the path proudly, ready to take my first bite. And he lunged in like a ninja and whacked it on my hand and it hit the ground. The only thing I can think of <laughs> is that was probably like $42. <laughs> no, it was free. No. Because, yeah, we were there on, with Microsoft and it oh. was all provided they'd rented out the park. Gotcha. For the employees okay. and, and for us. But I told, and I said, 
I jokingly said, hey, knock, if you see me you with see cars, me? knock them <laughs> on my head. And he came running from behind and just douche, knocked it on the ground, and then it just trickled away. Awesome. And then one solid tear went down my cheek. And then you realized, thank you for your accountability. <laughs> You're not disrespecting me. You're keeping me accountable because I asked you to. I asked him. Yep, I asked him. But that was, everybody around me just laughed their asses off. That was a good oh, one. Yeah, it's funny. Um, but, okay, so let's finish reading their mission statement here. Fine. Um, Yet fat people are discriminated against in all aspects of daily life. Yeah, especially by my dick. That went vastly different <laughs> in your head, didn't it? <laughs> I meant to do this. It doesn't do that when I... Uh, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, from employment to education, we struggle to get everything True. from basic accommodations. Not going to deny that. Like chairs and seats that fit to adequate, compassionate medical care. NAAFA is standing against such discrimination to help liberate fat people. Oh, my God. You know what, though? The, the victimization language here is insane. It, it, it is, and they're creating victims. But at the same time, I do not disagree with that yeah, mission you, statement. You can't, you can't disagree with it. If, if, if somebody comes in and they're obese and they apply for a job, mm-hmm. and if that – is the reason if you look at them and go, they're clearly we can't hire them because they're lazy, right? Or, or they're just I don't care. If they're they're it probably does have a subconscious effect on the employer. It is, but you know you what? Know, Fuck that, that employer. Right. Fuck them. Yeah, that some, pisses me off. There's some of that. Who cares? Right. Maybe they're well, it depends maybe on the they job. maybe they've lost sixty. What if the job is physical though? I don't know. Can they still perform it? What if the job is personal trainer? <laughs> And then we got a problem. <laughs> then we got a problem. Yeah. You can't be a priest who doesn't believe in God. Exactly. <clears throat> but I would I would agree that, you know, that probably does occur. So my, For sure it occurs, and that's what I'm calling bullshit on. Right. People deserve every chance. Of course. They, they don't know, well, look at she, she or he's disgustingly overweight. Mm-hmm. He obviously is lazy. What's, is he going to get any work done? He's just going to eat all day? Fuck those people. Right. They deserve a chance. Yeah, that's... And, and like I said, they might be down 80. They might. And, and So don't, yeah. don't prejudge. Yeah, that, that's lame. But what I would say is if you don't want to be, uh, you know, prejudged, then how about do something about it? And we're not judging Like I you. said, though, maybe they are. Yeah, maybe if they they're are. down 80, they're doing something. Exactly, and that's so great. Give them, <clears throat> give them the respect that... But would you tell somebody who's overweight to join this National Association of Fat Acceptance to advance fat acceptance? No, you'd say... No, I'd say don't together. Don't qualify I go, I go, together, let's burn that whole thing to the ground. Exactly. Because, you know, every one of these interview... Watch on, go on YouTube if you're listening to the audio version and check out this picture or just go to NAAFA.org and look at the picture and predict. I, I would say some of these people are dead now, depending yeah, on when this, it, when this picture was yeah, taken. Yeah, that's sad. If this picture was taken know. five years ago, some of these people are dead. And if they're not, they're going to be in the next decade. In the next decade, half this picture is gone, Right. You can't you can't argue with the science. Yeah, it's I mean, sad. It's for guaranteeing they're shortening their lives. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, so, and that, even if if there's some younger folks in that crowd, um, and they're still okay, they're playing with houses' money. Oh, they're yeah. on borrowed time. They're living on borrowed time. Yeah, it's it's going to catch up to you, and then. It's going, that's why I'd like to get to them now. Right. And like their 25s and their late 20s. Yeah. And it'd be like, just 
Come on. Yeah, we're not, and we're not trying to shit around. We're not trying to shit on fat people here, and you know, I was fat, right? <laughs> I'm and, not. I'm not just some lean. I mean, I'm shitting, muscle meathead. I shit on myself every week. How fat is Josh? Right? We're. It's it's not about that. We want everybody to be healthier and the healthiest that they can be, and that's why we do the show. Is you know, if we could get in front of these people and say, you don't have to, you don't have to just accept this. You shouldn't accept this. And you should say you should want to be healthy and turn this around. Right. And we're not just calling out everybody. Mm-hmm. We're calling out the people who are enabling this, celebrating it. But most importantly, we're calling out the people who are lying to these people. Right. Saying you can be healthy at any size. You can well, be healthy at any size. That's great. But you can also argue that the, there's no such thing as a law of gravity. You're not going to be right, but you can say yeah. there's no such thing as gravity, just like there's health, you're healthy at any size. It's bullshit. Exactly. And you're being lied to. Being lied to. And also that you can't turn it around. A lot of these people, I guarantee, have tried probably 10 diets each, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the eat more or uh, eat less, move more thing, you know, uh, Nutrisystem, all the, the technology. Oh, I see where you're diet. going with this. Yeah, they're so, just born that way. Well, right. It's a hormone thing. It's my thyroid. It's I, I was born. This well, they've way. tried. They probably had a lifetime of trying to lose weight, and they just said, "Now they said, like, f it. I'm just going to lean into this." And, and guess, now they're joining right, the fat acceptance right, movement, digging their toes in. They're like, "Well, I tried. It can't be done." And you know, if you were to put any one of these people on a ketogenic diet, they would start dropping pounds like crazy. And they, you know, they'd show up at the next meeting of this thing, and they'd be like, "What the hell happened to you, Sherry?" It's, it's right, right. You're in the, wrong, in the wrong meeting. They'd get kicked the out. The skinny person meeting is down the hey, hall. Poser. <laughs> you're not one of us anymore. Exactly. Think you're better than us? Right. Well, that there's some of that too, and we're going to get into that uh, later about how people, you know, react negatively when you actually try to make changes. Oh, it's, yeah. You've heard of that uh, that study where the, I forget, I'm going to screw this up royally, but it's about some rats trying to escape a, a bucket. And then uh, basically when one tries, the other ones stop them. Like they don't want them to achieve. Right, right. The, you know, they want them they to be down be, there suffering with them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I butchered that. I'll have to no, find what but that I, was. I, there, but. Yeah, hey, there's, there's uh, every, misery loves company. Misery loves company. But you, I would say, <clears throat> even though I'm not wearing a hat, <clears throat> if you pick out the heavier of the group, I will eat my hat. I thought you were going to say I would eat them. No. (laughs) I'll eat my hat if they're not hypoglycemic or even full-blown type 2 diabetes. Oh, God. It's impossible. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And And if they walk up a flight of stairs, they're breathing like they just won the Kentucky Derby. And guess what? There's a cure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It doesn't have to be this way. No matter how many people tell you, just love yourself. Just mm-hmm. be you. Be you. Mm-hmm. You can be you. Just yeah. be a smaller version, a healthier, healthier version. version, and be there for your family. That's not gonna. You, you can chase your grandkids around and not drop dead at forty-two. And if you and if it's not about you, do it for them. Exactly. Do it for them. I one thing that and this is manipulative, <laughs> and I hate it. I'll allow it. But when I was super heavy, and. That's a great name for a Marvel character. Super heavy. <laughs> but, and it, it still to this day gets me. But one of the things that really got me down this path 
is somebody, I don't even remember who it was. It doesn't matter, because mm-hmm. it, but it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And I said, I was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Got to enjoy life. Pass me another beer. Right. Pass me the pizza. Yep. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to enjoy it. Period. Right? Mm-hmm. How many times you heard that from people? Oh, yeah. I'm going to live my life. Life's short. You get hit by a bus tomorrow. You got to live your life. Gotta enjoy it. Yep. And You're then I. deny yourself. And, and I was that guy. Yeah. And then somebody, like I said, don't even remember who it is. And I'm getting all choked up thinking about it. So I should remember who it is. It was such a defining moment in my mm-hmm. life. But I, the face is a blur. Dewey, it was me. <laughs> I didn't know you yet. <laughs> but I said that. I said all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Life is, life's too short. You got to enjoy life. You got to eat pizza. You got to drink beer. You got to stay up late and just, you don't have to take care of yourself because life's short. Enjoy it. And I said, Why would you all, be miserable? I yeah. said, yeah. And yeah. I said all of those things to this person. Yep. And the guy, he looks at me, deadpan, stops and looks at me and goes, well, if you're cool with somebody, other dude walking your daughter down the aisle, that's cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> Was that the that when you like a two by four across the face? So that was when you like made the decision. And then that's when it dawned on me. It's not about, and this is me speaking to me. I'm not speaking to any of the people on that website or anybody listening. I'm speaking Dwayne to Dwayne in the mirror. Mm -hmm. If living your life and eating like shit, (laughs) drinking a bunch of booze Mm -hmm. is more important than your family, then you're a selfish asshole. Right. Exactly. And that was me to me in the mirror. So I wonder why you heard that and reacted in a positive way. You know, it made a change. Instead of going, oh, you're shaming me. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Or saying you're not accepting. Yeah, you're not accepting you know, me I, for wanting told to me kill at, myself. They told me at my fat acceptance movement that you're you're an asshole. Right. You know, so I wonder what it, what it was. It so made, I could have. I, there's, that's a fork in the road, right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the fork in the right. road. You either go what I did or you go find that group. Yep. And you join that group where everybody is accepting you. And the thing is, there's almost more people saying that being in that group, the fat acceptance group, is cool than there are people saying, no, you need to make a change. I mean, it's like 50 50. Because we're we're bullies. Yeah, we're bullies. We're we're almost the minority now, um, you know, preaching what we're preaching. So they're hearing more messaging of it's okay and ever increasing every year, too, that it's more and more okay to be that. Because if your average person is getting fatter and fatter, you don't look that fat by comparison anymore. Right. And that, it's probably because you look like everybody else. Right, and that's that's scary. This is where I get fired up. I have a daughter, and I get tears in my eyes. They watch that shit. I get tears in my eyes, and I get choked up because I get so goddamn pissed off mm-hmm. when Lizzo sits there and says, you can do whatever you want and be happy with who you are, and you can be healthy and be like me. I'm a big girl. You're lying. Yeah. You cannot. You can't be healthy. But you can be on a journey towards a healthy lifestyle. Right. I respect the shit out of those people. Mm -hmm. I help those people daily. Right. They're my my mission. Yep. I want to help them. It's my passion in life is to Mm -hmm. help those people. And I'll do whatever I can. Right. But I won't stand by and let them say, it's okay to be this way. It's and okay to be with okay with where you're at in your journey. Not even, and I'll go one step further, not even be okay with it. You have to enthusiastically bend the knee and bow down and praise them. Oh, right, right, right. It's not even enough to say, yeah, you do you. You have to go, you go, you go. Cheer them on. Yeah, you cheer them on. And sorry, I'm not doing that shit. No. So that's the N A A F A. 
they can they can n n a a fuck off. <laughs> I I just I I have a how ridiculous is that? Shit? I have a huge huge spot in my heart for people who struggle right and want sincerely want to change. Here's the other thing: none of these people. If you said I could flip a switch right now and you'd be lean and smaller and lean. And really, yeah, every one even, of them would do it. It's not even about size, really. It's just about would you be lean or not? Because right. you know everybody's got different body shapes, different bone structure, height, whatever. Right. It's not about that. And this isn't also this isn't about attractiveness. This is not a judgment about that. I mean, there's lots of guys that you know when they see a, a nice fat ass, you know, sure, they love it. So it's not a judgment of whether you're attractive or appealing or not. That has nothing to do with that. Um, you know, in fact, I don't even like like the women bodybuilders. You know that sure. Super broad shoulders, and they, they gross me out. And they're like 2% body for whatever. Super low body fat. Like, to me, uh, personally, that grosses me out. I don't like that. Except CrossFit chicks with the, <laughs> with the, with the traps and the shoulders. No. That, hey, everybody likes what I, they like. I like that. You know, that's – so this is not a judgment of a, or an assessment of their attractiveness or their worth at all. All it is is – are they healthy or not? That's what we're debating That's here. That's debating not being not being self love. I'm 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 down. I'm exactly. down. I'm down. I'm yeah. self love. It's awesome. Love yourself. Respect yourself. And, and just I can't profess enough how much I care about people who struggle with this. Right. It kills me. I struggled with it. Yeah. It, we all have. It crushes me. That's why we do the show. That's why right. we do this diet. And it, and it absolutely, cr- when I just see somebody struggling to walk and, and get it in and out of their car, it destroys me. Oh, yeah. But I'm not going to sit back and not. And say, you go, a, girl. And, and not have a voice like we do right now at the microphone, mm-hmm. yep. or I do yeah, just right. in general, especially with Facebook. You don't and need say, and they say, can hear you anyways. Oh, yeah. I guess, sure. If you want to say you're healthy, then I guess you are. Yeah, or just because you can swim some laps or whatever, you know, or you're not completely. But but if they're swimming laps, they're, they're in the journey. Oh, they're right. on their way. But if they're still eating like complete shit and they have, it's not a license to just be a garbage disposal. Exactly, that's the whole point. Is they think because they're they jog or you know they are do some laps in the pool and then they're eating. Oreos and um, and they still have high percentage of body fat and they stay in that realm and let themselves stay there because they think they're healthy because they're doing those things. That's what needs to change. Yeah. And and back to like I the, the whole libertarian bent, I I, I I believe people have free will. They of have course. freedom of choice. Yep. If you want to just say you I know what? Up. Life short. I, I give up. <laughs> Life short. I'm gonna really enjoy it. I love food. I love overeating. I hate exercise. I'm gonna die twenty years early. Oh well. Oh well. Great. Yeah, it's your choice. It is your choice. I'm sad for you. Yeah. I, I hope I wish you wouldn't do that. I wish you'd get help or help yourself. But it's still your choice and I'm okay with that because it is your choice and you're a capable adult. Of course. But you don't get to run around telling people that it's healthy. That it's healthy, exactly. Because that's just you're lying. And I'm for sure not gonna bow down and bend the knee and say, Hell yeah, you go girl. Yeah, I'm not gonna celebrate it with you either. Exactly. All right, let's uh, look at this uh, other monstrosity here. Have you seen this uh, this show, My 600 Pound Life on TLC? I, I mean, this is I just, can't laugh, though. It makes me want to cry. I know. but It, it just, makes me want to cry. It makes me nervously laugh because it's so 
horrible. I mean, this chick is, uh, I can't even, I mean, she's basically the, you know, a human job by the hut. I mean, she's like filling up an entire bed and people watch this shit for entertainment and which is worse. Right. It's like going to the circus and seeing the exactly three eyed dude or whatever they have at the circus back in, you know, back in the day. Yep. It's, it's embarrassing. It's a freak show. I mean, it is. And it, and it's, and she's being taken advantage of. Right. Just TLC probably thinks they're helping her, but they're not, they're making money. We're well, talking like, about it. What There's was another ad- show that they, uh, biggest loser where they would just work the shit out of people and starve them and starve them. And then they would drop like a hundred pounds and then almost to a person, none of them kept it off. Right. After the, like a year later. That's so it wasn't a lifestyle change. It was just a freak show that they could capitalize and, and exploit. But part of, see this right here is not, not I, I don't want to take a deep dive into this because I'm not, No, I don't want to come off as I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm qualified only bringing this up. to, to no. talk about this. But when, when it comes to this right here, uh, my 600 pound life right above it, it says the one time family. Right. Um, I'm, I'm not qualified to talk about this, but this is emotional shit. Oh, yeah. And it's deep. Yeah. It runs super deep. This isn't, well, nobody told me I couldn't eat Cheerios. Yeah. That's not what's going on. This is, you you have to have people bringing you shit because you can't even get out of your bed. Right. So you got a whole system. I mean, this is more like a crack addict. You know, it's It's, it's a huge addiction. It's an enabling. And there's enabling and all kinds of layers. So, yeah, enough of that. But I just wanted to um, bring that up as a, another illustration of how, you know, this permeates our culture and this, you know, these people become stars even, right? I, mean, I bet there's super fat people that want to be on that show. For, they might be striving for And it. there might be some that even, yeah, exactly, and that and that's what's really bad. So let's talk about why um, this is so important. And we talked on our first episode about if you're going to measure one metric, you know, your waist circumference is, if, if you know, the, the best judge of, you know, if you're going to have bad outcomes or not. And it says right here, uh, a waist circumference of greater than 40, this is what you told me the other week, a waist circumference of greater than 40 inches for men and greater than 35 inches for women is considered elevated and indicative <clears throat> of increased cardiometabolic heart disease related risk. So one thing I like to say is this applies to everybody. Mm-hmm. Is I take it a step further, a waist circumference of greater than 40 inches for men and 35 for women. If that's you, then the BMI calculator isn't bullshit. Right. People say, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger would be a B. Stop quoting he has outliers. A small waist. Right. Yeah. Stop quoting outliers. They're bodybuilders with tons of dense, lean body mass. Yep. You're not. Definitely not achieved with steroids. You're either. 40, right. You're 42 <laughs> inches above the belly button in circumference. The BMI, when it says you're obese, you're obese. You're obese. It applies to you. Yeah. Stop saying that BMI is bullshit. Exactly. Just because it is for less than 3% of the population. Right. The ones that are super jacked. But so. That's not you. Right. And so, you know, quick grab a tape, measure your waist. And if you're over 40 and you're a dude over 40 inches around, you have bad outcomes coming your way. And you don't get to say you're healthy anymore. So are any of these fat acceptance people under 40 inches? Guaranteed not. Because I started on my tracker here. I was 41, and I'm not a big dude. And I wasn't – nobody would walk up to me and go, holy, look at that fat ass. Right. Because you're a skinny fat. 
Right. I was just kind of like a little chubby, but you I was guess what it is? It's the hardness right here, and it's a hardness on that guy. It goes back to what I said a little bit ago. There's visceral fat surrounding his vital organs. Right. He might have super skinny arms and super, super skinny shoulders, um, or you see the prototypical dude walking around with the, the affliction T-shirt on <laughs> with, that's rolled up a little bit, and he's yeah. got bingo wings, but he thinks they're biceps. Right. And got his chest puffed out. He's got a big circumference out. of his arms, but yeah. it's not a lot of muscle. And then he's got that yeah. big belly. Big beer Dude, belly. Dude, you're obese. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I know it, it sucks. It sucks. But it does. No, no amount of schmedium affliction shirts <laughs> is going to change that 45-inch circum- waist circumference. Schmedium, that's good. <laughs> All right. No, see, now I'm, now I'm just getting mean. God damn it. I didn't oh, want to do this. No, no, it's a, we can shit on dudes easier than women. We shouldn't so, shit on anybody, but right. I'm sick of excuses. Yep, that's right. So waist size, single biggest metric that you need to care about, and any of these people in the fat acceptance movement are not healthy by that definition. So you brought up Lizzo um, earlier. Here's another story I found. The interesting thing about this, too, is once people get bought into this, and somebody tries to make a change. I'm looking at an article now. It says there's outrage over Lizzo's juice cleanse. Yeah. A strange new they, hostility towards health and fitness. So here she is, a big girl, and she decides maybe one she maybe she walked by the mirror naked and went, oh, fuck, I need to. No, she probably talked to a doctor, and he said, this isn't healthy, girl. <laughs> and he said, and he, she said, oh, shit. He said, girl, you don't go. Right. <laughs> and and he, she's like, what do you mean? I feel great. I look good. Yeah, you do. You're beautiful. You're a beautiful young lady, but you're a metabolic dumpster fire. You're not healthy. So when she did this juice cleanse. She she, got destroyed. She got shat on by everybody. Which is such bullshit. Because people get so, and that, okay, it says uh, undergoing, uh, she got flack online for undergoing a juice cleanse that provoked criticism. The body positivity singer is promoting diet culture. Like that's a bad thing. She's promoting health. She got shit on for promoting a diet culture. Right. And because God forbid anybody wants to actually change if they have that waist measurement over 40 inches or 35. And the problem is for you and I, <clears throat> and, a, and a, there's a, a large group of people um, that view diet culture, diet as just eating better, right. better nutrition. Yeah. But there is a stigma of diet culture out there that leads to yo-yo dieting and eating disorders. Yeah, fads and weird. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do the the all- you know, well, the, ju- the, the juice juicing, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fruitarian, any of this weird shit that's not based in any sort of evidence. Right. Yeah. And so there is a negative connotation that goes along with diet culture. And it's. But this wasn't at des- the root of that. And it's deserved, but no, that's The root of this was, how dare she. Give in. Say. Yeah. That, you know, being fat is not okay and that you wanted to do something about it. How dare she? Because then all the ones that were sitting back eating Oreos going, yeah, I'm a big girl too, and I'm I'm just as cool as Lizzo. And then they're like, oh, shit, if she gets skinny, now I'm going to have to do something. She's a sellout. Her. Yeah, she's a sellout. I can't use her as an example of why I can still be fat. Right. So that was kind of interesting. I thought that she got shat on for that. I mean, it's so weird because in America, you get shit on almost no matter what you do. Right? If, you're, yeah, you, if you get fat, you get shit on. Right. And then if you try to lose weight, you get shit on. And, you know, everybody idealizes, well, let's talk about this too, the, what they call the impossible beauty standard. And I attribute a lot of this fat acceptance is a boomerang overreaction the other direction. Obviously, I don't think that we need to worship actresses that are, 
you know, 96 pounds or whatever. And that's no, to be that's held up. Equally, that's just as bad. Exactly. But then, you know, the pendulum boomerangs the other way completely to, no, now we need to say 300-pound people. You go, girl. That's awesome. So you're saying society over-adjusts? <laughs> no. Right. It's, you know, you just, how about just being healthy? That should be the standard. That should be the beauty standard. You know, and there is, and, and my wife brought up a good point. My wife and my daughter both brought up very, very, very good points that mm-hmm. a lot of the women are going overboard. And this is something I didn't consider before. And I always try and listen, especially living with two females, yeah. two very, 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 very strong, powerful, opinionated females <laughs> that, but they both said women who are saying this, like Lizzo did before she decided, you know what, maybe I should tighten things up a little bit and, and improve, the, improve that blood work. Women are just overcompensating and pushing back extra hard for the years and years and years of society and marketing telling them how they're supposed to be. Oh yeah. Well, you know, and, and if it's you a, were an actress, you got, you got told you need to lose 15 pounds or you can't be in this or movie. you're going to get kicked off the show. Right. And, and so what happens when all those people who lose 15 pounds to stay on the show still look good on camera mm-hmm. and all of these 12, 13 year old girls are going, I need to look like Jennifer Aniston and friends right. or I'm ugly. Yep. yep. Exactly. That shit builds over time and they make very, very, very valid points. Yeah. But in pushing back and overshooting what they're trying to get done, it just went too far in trying to redefine science. Yeah. There needs to be, there's a middle ground that works, uh, which is called being healthy, being the appropriate body fat percentage for, you know, your body type or for a human or whatever. Exactly. And, and, and. To furthermore, what, what, and there's um, a range too. I mean, and like you said, people might be more or less attracted to somebody at the higher end or the lower end. So it doesn't define your attractiveness or your appeal or your worth as a human. And you know, the other thing that us as men, we need to own and own up to is that women have felt this undue pressure, whether it's society putting it on them or their men putting it on them, that they need to be fit or else. And, or know, they're going to walk. The man's right. going to walk, but he can just be an absolute tub of shit. Yeah, the dad bod the, can get excused The dad bod completely. gets, yeah, the dad got yeah. bod gets celebrated. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a great father and loves life. He can look like shit, but you better keep it tight <laughs> or else, yeah. which is complete bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And this is a reaction the other way right. too far. Right. So And so us as men, I think it's really important that we have a voice that doesn't put up with that. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think it's, it's, we really, really have to look at each individual as a person and say, good job. You're, right. you're showing up, you're asking about diet, you're, you're, you're talking to your doctor, you're trying different things, you're trying different exercises, you're trying to cut out certain, you know, trying to, to track your calories or your- You care, you're doing it, something. Yeah. Rock on. Rock on. Now you go, girl. Yeah. And, and, yes. and guy. That's where I'll say you go, girls, if, right. you're, if you're doing something about it. Right. Now, okay, let's talk about this. So we got the, you know, we're talking about the impossible beauty standard and people shitting on, you know, Lizzo and and how Hollywood and everybody said you need to be 90 pounds and have no curves and no no body fat at all, be underweight anorexic, which led to a whole generation of that. Now, here's the, you know, the opposite side of that. Okay, so then we got, now what I'm interested in what you think of this. 
Now we're looking at a Nike store. I've, I can count on one hand how many times I've heard that in my life. <laughs> Dwayne, I'm interested in what you think about this. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a Nike. We're looking at a picture of a plus size mannequin in the Nike store, which is interesting because, you know, that's a fitness brand and she has fitness clothes on and she's probably. Who gives a shit? She's working out. Okay. Right. That's so, what, so she's on that journey. She's working out. Good for you. You go, girl. Okay. Celebrate it. Work, be happy in your own skin and keep busting your ass. Fuck yeah. I'm all, I'm 100% behind that mannequin because that sends the right message because she's in workout clothes. She's not in. Okay, but they have these same ones at Target now. If you went to Target in Fargo, they have normal, I'll, in quotes, normal sized mannequins now, but some of them are definitely not healthy Waist ratios or body fat I don't percentages. care. They're Just work- wearing regular clothes, though. Not not in workout. It's like so. And mannequins have always been an atta- uh, aspirational because people see the clothes. I want to. I want to look like that. So now when but, you see, but it's but but at the same time, this is where. I'm not trying to give mixed messages. I'm I'm a very no. I'm just I'm interested. I don't even person. know. I'm a confusing person sometimes. I'm confused. <laughs> but. That gal right there, it's a mannequin. It's not a real person. Yeah. But she is rocking it. She's busting her ass. She's kicking ass. She looks good. She feels good. I celebrate that. I just but at wonder- the same time, she gets to be able to bust her ass, not be where she wants to be maybe, but she's on her journey and she's happy with where she's at in her journey. She gets to go buy those clothes at Target too. She I- gets to feel good and look good in those clothes too. I just wonder because I agree that, you know, Maybe mannequins shouldn't look like they're 98 pounds. They should look regular, maybe. I don't know. Do, should they? I mean, it's up to the store. And I think they should be all shapes. Are they meant to be aspirational or not? I still think they should be all, all shapes. It's, it's an interesting cause, thing. Cause it, right, because that's where she is at in her journey. There's a Look at the mannequin behind her. Yeah, right. She's it's ripped. Pretty, pretty small, yeah. Those two people, they're two different people. Yep. They're on two different journeys. They're two different places in their journey. That's fine. But it's okay for... A young gal, 15 years old, who might be a little bit heavier mm-hmm. and doesn't feel good about herself, walks into that Nike store and sees that mannequin and goes, shit, yeah, I can do that. Right. I can work out. That's where I'm, I'm literally on the fence on this because I see your point 100%, but then I also think, is that, hey, now I can look like that mannequin. Good, I'm done. I've, I've reached the goal because mannequins are typically aspirational and advertising is t- typically aspirational. Something you're trying to achieve. So if I don't think so, I don't think so. I think we're selling people short. Yeah, I think people know. I, it, w- it was interesting though when I saw it the first time in Target. I did a double take. I'm like, what the fuck? Because you know, yeah. 50 years of walking through stores, conditioned 100 pound mannequin. Yeah, you see one that's 160, and you go, what the hell? Yep. It definitely threw me for a loop. And of course, advertising is just gonna. It's just virtue signaling on their part. They're gonna do whatever sells. They don't care if it was anorexia that sold. They'd keep doing that. So not well, not let, giving them any credit as far as being, you know, but let's not altruistic about it. No, exactly. Let's not and this is probably a conversation for another time, but let's not take the opportunistic marketing firms who are saying they're looking at the data and the data doesn't lie. <laughs> By the year 2030, 60% of Americans are going to be obese. Right. Overweight or obese. Yeah. They're marketing they're marketing. They're marketing. They're marketing to those people, yeah. Yep. But it's it's worries me because it, well the you know the sad part is for a large percentage of the population that is aspirational. That is skinny compared to 
uh, enough people. It's definitely changed. You know what I mean? So like, and that's what we, that's what we so were talking high. about in the beginning. Yeah. Defining what is healthy has changed. Yeah. And so, to some people that is skinny. They wish they could be that skinny. And this is not a skinny mannequin. They can be. They could be. They just keep just the ones that are, that are doing it are doing it. Mm-hmm. And I just, shit that keeps me up at night is nuclear weapons and <laughs> people who give up on people who are trying. Right. Yep. Just, we got to help them. Got to help them. But we can't lie to them. No. We can't lie to them. That's why our voice is, is out here because we want to, uh, you know, be a counter voice to all this. It's, uh, this it's so much bullshit. It's so much bullshit. In week one or two, when we talked about, I think it was week, it's sequel week. That was week two, I think. Mm-hmm. When I said people are being preyed upon by nutritional companies on the internet, but yep. namely on Facebook, you see these companies saying, Give me your, your uh, I, give me your three hundred bucks, and I will. You will lose all the weight you want, and still enjoy the foods you love. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. That's a lie. That's and then you said, "Oh, here's my credit card." They just start throwing money at these companies, and yeah. then when they do, the companies go, "It's <laughs> kidding." Yeah. Put that down. Oh, and they want to keep you. Can't coming eat. Back. Nope, not that either. And they start slapping your hand. They want to keep you coming. Can't back. eat that. Can't eat that. Thought you said I could have ice cream. Yeah, you can. Here's a, th- here's a thimble full. Eat it with a toothpick. Yep. <laughs> All right. So that's kind of our topic for the week. Um, we don't accept fatness, fat people as being healthy. We accept them as people, of course, obviously. To and that's re- just to be respected. The, where they're at in their journey is not right. who they are. Exactly. And hopefully they'll want to change. And when someone tells them the truth. When someone tells them the truth. And, and sometimes you got to hit people in the head with a two-by-four <laughs> or rip the goddamn Band-Aid off. Right. And just say, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. And there's a, there's a path. Every person could improve their health drastically um, if they adopt some of the stuff that we talk about all the time. If, if every one of these people in this, this uh, picture on the National Association for Fat Acceptance, if they all went on keto – they could all improve their health drastically, and it's not even a question. <laughs> you just, yeah. Though this, I was oh, reading this, the, let's talk about this other article I just had. Is a, reading the side. Okay, it says my body may be fat, may stay fat, but will not stay still. So, just another article where she talks about I'm fat, but I, I'm active, so therefore I'm healthy, and she doesn't get to say that. Oh, you're looking at that. Your clitoris is like an iceberg. Yeah, well, you, you put the clitoris is like an iceberg. It's bigger than you think. We put that in the show notes. <laughs> Uh, I want to know more about that. Oh, yeah, this I don't know what's up with this uh, site, but the other article says, The Smart Girl's Guide to Healthy, Well-Groomed Pubic Hair. Yeah. She's okay, got a right. jungle down there. Whatever. Literally. Yeah, I see that. I get it. All right, so. Okay, I'm going to go back to what I said before, and I put it on Facebook, and I'm going to say it again and again and again and again. If this episode has you pissed off, Good. Mm-hmm. Because what did I say? Accountability will always feel like an attack until you own your shit. Right. We're not attacking anybody, but we will hold you accountable when you mm-hmm. tell people that being obese is healthy. Right. Stop it. Exactly. All right. So don't accept uh, being fat. You, you can do something about it. I didn't get nearly as mad as I thought I was going to. No, it was good. And I didn't say as many insulting things as came to my mind. So. Here's what I want for that. I want some. We gotta, we're going to have to fire them. 
Applause. I have to fire the sound guy. Speaking of not accepting fatness, should we see if I made any progress this week in my favorite segment, which is How Fat Is Josh? Pretty fat. All right. So let's bring up the tracker here. And we not anymore. To save everybody the, uh, the pain of watching Dewey measure my thigh, we did some of this earlier. So I'm down another, what is that, 2.8 2. pounds or something uh, this week. Yeah, just Whatever. a little bit about what we're doing here is we're, we're sparing everybody all of the other stuff except what we're going to do is waist. Yeah, we're going to measure my waist. So um, if you're looking at the YouTube video, you can see my tracker up here. And so far, I'm down to 178.8. Started at 194. Yeah, I'm down 15.8 pounds Dude. in one day shy of four weeks here. So I think I'm doing pretty good. Body fat percentage is 30.1. It's down 2.7% since we started. My waist is, well, as of last week, down 4.5 inches. We're going to measure that right now. So we'll get out the old taper rooney I only have to get up for this one. Okay. Get after it. All right. And I, I, I like doing this on YouTube so everybody can kind of see my belly and what's been rocking, what's been going go on. above the belly button. Oh, yeah. Let me get go over shooting. there. Even giving you the benefit of the doubt by going a little tight. 36 and three quarters. Oh, all right. I'll take it. Down a quarter, another quarter inch. Shit's going to get slow here on yes. <laughs> oh, God. It's always fun in the beginning. You lost all. Yeah, it's easy. That it's water. easy when you start. Yep. Okay, so six to seven pounds. I found that out. It's a water loss when you first start. Wow. So just to. Recap, I'm body fat percentage change, negative 2.7%. Waist inches lost, 4.75 in that's less legit. than a month. Less than a month. Almost. Less than Let's a month. Just call it an even five. And remember, when I was down, when I started, I was 41.5, which was over the threshold of considered at risk for a lot of shit. So now you get to be like the rest of America. Let's quit. I'm right. done. Oh, hell no. Just crossing the finish line like chariots of fire. And nah. So Done. I think I'm doing pretty good down 15.8 pounds, too, in, in one day shy of four weeks here. So you can just, I'm pretty jacked. I'm on, uh, I'm on, on track here. So I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm going to do that Gim Gaffigan thing. One thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, what's that? Remember that Gim Gaffigan bit when he said, Yeah, I'm getting pretty fat. So I joined the gym. I was in the gym and I'm sitting on the treadmill and I'm looking over at this one guy who just had the abs and he's ripped. And I said, what are you doing here? You're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> so that's you right now, right? Right. But I want to five talk, inches. You're done. I'm done. I want to talk a little bit about. And if you're watching on YouTube, I, I, I do photography, oh. and I went to this place called Piggy Barbecue in West Fargo, and I'm doing OMAD right now. So I'm intermittent fasting or time restricted feeding, and I didn't. I'm only eating at supper, so I had to go there at 10 a.m. this morning and take pictures of this shit. Look at that. It's cornbread, mac and cheese, chips, a pile of brisket, ribs, and, and beans. Let me guess. Oh they said, God. you're going to have that. We shot 30 dishes, and at the end they go, take whatever you want. I would have taken it. Dude, it, I had to that, walk away. That center thing, I'll eat it. I'll I know, throw but, the rest away. Maybe, I, maybe a little bit of the beans. But I, I knew if I had it in my car, I would have ate it right then. And I, Because I'm, not, I'm doing OMAD. I, I'm all or nothing. All right, I'll I'm, celebrate your discipline. I'm all, with you, so but. that's a, that was a willpower freaking 
you know what? Amazing over, challenge there. S- th- th- these rare occasions, and that's okay because it's rare, but you know what? <laughs> these rare occasions really put my cheapness on display because <laughs> I would have been like, wrap it up. <laughs> you would have like go rented a truck so you could take all of it? Uh, I would have taken all of it. Yeah. Put it in my pocket. They literally said, to. take it all if you want. We're just, it's just going in the oh, back. And if you need it. I know. So I did that. <clears throat> that so chicken? I was very proud of myself. That chicken or pork? Pork, pulled pork. Dude. Carolina. So check out Piggy Barbecue in West in West Fargo. That is some good I shit. I will now. Some good shit. Speaking of eating shit you're not supposed to eat, I could <laughs> crush that macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I know. Holy shit. Dude, that's the problem. Is I knew if I, if I primed the pump, I would have been fucked. Mm-hmm. So yep. anyway, so so that's kind of where I'm at, and that was it was a good example of my willpower resistance. I thought. Now I wanted to show you one more. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. Yeah, you no, got it. I'm gonna have you uh, put your judge hat on and look at my curls. Okay. Oh boy. So if you're looking, am I am I am I strict? Is this CrossFit yeah. strict? Well, you just tell me. I, want, I, want, I don't. Who am I fooling? If I'm not doing the best work I, for my I, body. I, res- I respect that attitude. I'm not trying to get reps. Like, I don't care what my number is. All I care about is right. am I doing it right. So. All right, let's see it. This is going to be loud, too. So I'm going to have to kill it. You got Metallica. Yep. Okay, so there's a. This is, now, this, this is after I did four other exercises, too. So we're, you know. Now, when you do curls, like, I try to keep them straight down like that because I feel like the. Turning them sideways gets you more of a rock. So I was trying to use strict by bi- you know the bicep movement and not rock. Yep. Well, you're working different heads of the bicep when you do that way too. And one thing when you're done is when you get done doing them like that, you want to drop back mm-hmm. with your elbow like this, and then you want to go and then pull them up. Oh, okay. Because you'll really start to get up here. Because okay. what's going to happen is you're going to get really tired here. Oh, okay. And, and like and the right, forearm. right here. Yep. Okay, so here's it from the side just so you can see the see from a different view here. This is the next set. Yeah, I would keep those keep your elbows back here. Okay. And then I'll go up. Instead of So then you gotta do hold it sideways though. Cause if I Yeah, you do. You gotta curl them. You gotta turn them. Yeah, okay. Go like this and then just go. Because I just felt like when I go the full range, like I get too much of a rock and it's a swing. You don't have to, you know. The yep. trick is to do it slow. It do is. it slower than you think. Yep. So so the the trick know. to slow is on the way down. Okay. So tempo down, explode up. Oh. And then and then you'll hit both hands. So hold it up if you go really like this. Lower it slow. Yep. If you go like this, the Arnold called kind of almost like hammer curls, but instead of just a straight hammer curl, go like this, and then turn them at the top. Okay. And then you'll work here and then drop it slow. And then drop to like a three or four count. Wow. Okay. See, I bet that when I do them tomorrow, it's going to be a lot harder now. That's where the strength comes. That's going to be a lot. the negative. <laughs> I, see, I thought I was doing good because I wasn't rocking my body and, you know, using the. Well, you were. The no, no, no. That's good for real, there. You know? Yeah, you weren't doing the, the, the guy that can do the 75s. I can do 75s too. He's, he's creating like wind from how fast he's flying. It, I call those, in CrossFit, CrossFit term, I call those kipping curls. Oh, is that when you do like a half-ass push-up, pull-up, or whatever? Yeah, it's, yeah, like it's called kipping. <laughs> yeah, right. It's yeah, that's, a whole, that's a, a whole other discussion. Oh, we will have an oh, we will have an episode on CrossFit. Oh yeah. All right. So good and bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna 
That's a trigger warning one too, because I love CrossFit, <laughs> but I got plenty to say that you get. the CrossFitters, the diehard <laughs> Kool-Aid drinkers aren't right. going to like. All right. Okay. So, like so actually kipping. you didn't shit on me too bad. Like for kipping. Kipping. Those, those kipping pull-ups. Oh yeah. If you can't do 10 strict pull-ups, stop fucking kipping. Oh, you're going to hurt yourself. It's kind of a you're not strong enough. Right. No, you're, you're masking a weakness right. by kipping. Now, when they do the judging and do those count as pull-ups? Oh, yeah. So you got to do 30 pull-ups and you just half-ass them like that? It's not half-ass. They're still extended all the way at the bottom, and they're still chins going over the bar. Okay. They're still pull-ups, but they're just – they're designed for sport. They're designed for efficiency. You got to get the reps. And you got to go fast. Yeah. Right. You're not – those are designed for the – designed for the sport of CrossFit, which is exercise racing. Right. So you're trying to do them fast. Sure. People are like, that's not a real pull-up. It's not a real workout. Yeah, you're not doing <laughs> they're, it. They're racing. Yeah, you're just trying to do it as fast as you can. And as efficient, not use yeah. as much energy. You're not training. Save it for the CrossFit episode. I will. <laughs> we, could just, we could just do it both right now and then <laughs> cut them in half, and then we don't have to do anything next week. Exactly. All right, so that's kind of our uh, episode for this week, guys. I want to make sure you watch on YouTube where you get to see all the shenanigans and, and my uh, interesting-looking curls. And, and one reason I wanted to videotape that, too, is just to see if I get it any more visibly in shape as we go here. No, I like that. You know, so that'll be interesting to I see like if uh, see if my belly starts to go and if I get any any detectable abs eventually. That's going to be fun. Well, eventually, you'll have to do some ab work. God damn it! Why do you? Why <laughs> you can cover. Dead? You can get rid of all the fat, but you still need to actually <laughs> have abs. <laughs> God, why do you always truth bomb me? <laughs> it hurts. So make sure you check on uh, YouTube and. I'm going to be doing some extra content on there too. We're going to be doing some extra stuff. I tell your stuff. chaffles. Did you see that? Yeah, I like it. right? I wanted to try them. They were really, like a lot all they are is eggs and cheese. Looked They're like not work. hard work. They it took like like two minutes. No, and you make a make a bunch of the mix and then you just pour them on there and make them freaking good. And you can use them as burger buns too. Okay. You know? I have some plans to, uh, by the way, as we're winding down here, mm-hmm. we need, what do you guys want to see? Yeah. What do you want to know about, learn about? hear about see about what do you want us to talk about um, and as you can see we're not afraid of trigger top type type topics you know if there's stuff like that no we'll try, and we'll try to we're not afraid to talk about it no and and if you disagree with us we're not afraid to talk about that yeah, either and, and and let us know let us know in the comments let us know message us text us email us I haven't even gotten a single roasting comment in the in YouTube yet. I figured somebody would have said it. Well, I look like, I figured somebody would have said I look like James Franco with an extra chromosome or something. <laughs> we just we need. To, well, we don't have enough listeners yet. No, exactly. Our <laughs> They're all friends and family. Are all friends. They're yeah, nice to us. They have to be nice. They to have us. to be nice. They say those things behind our back. They think it. Yeah. They, right. just, they just don't want to type it because it wouldn't be anonymous. <laughs> so check, check out YouTube for extra content beyond the audio podcast. Here. Yeah. Look for start. Speaking of extra content on YouTube, um, Josh and I kicked it around a little bit and we're probably going to start doing some exercise stuff. Yeah. Not just cooking in Josh's kitchen. Well, there, w- there will be some of that when I've, I, I was blown away by chaffles. I, I, I heard people talk about them. I go, there's no way that tastes good. There's no way that tastes like an actual waffle. It just tastes like eggs. And it does take, it taste like a waffle. Because well, waffles are shit. I know, but. I hate waffles. But all it is I'm is eggs and cheese guy. and butter. Well, French toast, pancake, then waffles a distant second. So, so Ever tell you the time when we went to that waffle? Oh, it should be nice. Waffle house? The, 
downtown Fargo, right across from the new Block Nine, I think, mm. like right there mm-hmm. next to the ice cream place. Oh, uh, fish and no. beer and fish company. No, what are we talking about? No, it's a pancake about place. The waffle something? place. Oh, I don't know. I've never been. Well, there's a waffle place downtown, and my wife and daughter, Mel and Emmy, love it. They're like, oh, they have the best waffles. And I'm like, because they're $18. <laughs> I'm like, no. Higher price is, is higher perceived value. And everyone's like, oh, it's just so good. And people just like to say it's good because they like to be hip and know about it, and people don't know and about it. And justify the fact they spent 20 bucks on a yes. waffle. Yes. <laughs> it, guess what it is? It's just a waffle. <laughs> yeah. And waffles are awful. They're not that good. Pancakes are way better. French toast is even better than pancakes. <laughs> Why would you ever have a waffle when you can have pancakes? <laughs> now we're, we're definitely getting into the waffle weeds here. I don't care. All right, so going up, uh, Apple Podcasts, give us a rating, review, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found. Please subscribe, review, and share. Support the show at FuriousMerch.com. Check out some shirts. Oh, I got to show you this, this one that I uh, designed earlier this week that's really fun it's like kiss but it says keto and all the cows have the makeup (laughs) oh that's so darky (laughs) right how awesome is that though i even i got the guy to make all the kiss makeup i'm surprised he didn't get flagged by amazon they actually let it they let it go well now because you know all the amazon execs are listening to us (laughs) of course bezos for sure oh definitely but he's not I saw the funniest Babylon B thing where it said uh, Bezos, now that he's retired, he's just going to spend his time actually bulldozing small mom and pop businesses by hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those people are so clever. Oh, here's another one. Oh. This is mimicking Play Metallica, Metallica logo. Metallica, yeah. yeah. This is Meat Eater. So I thought that was kind of fun, too. I'm afraid that didn't get shat on yet either. But So go to FuriousMerch.com if you want some carnivore and keto-centered shirts. And we... We'll see you next week.